Strap in for a roller coaster ride where curiosity, humor, laughter, and the odd case of wisdom is applied to understanding the adventure of life. Welcome to the Raw and Gene Show, the power of coaching, guided by two knuckleheads who invite you to sit in the front car with them on this ride. Trust us, it's not as serious as it sounds. And high fives are included. How you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm doing very raw today. I'm very raw. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> well, it, the day's been off to a great start. Great morning of exercise, and then we've been spending. We spent like the last hour and a half really holding ourselves to building commitments around what we're going to do. And I think this week has been. I use the word enlightening. I usually strip that word even out of our writing is we've realized we were overthinking and trying to get too smart with a lot of the stuff we were doing and put way too much on our plates. Yeah. And none of it, and none of it was like, why are we doing this? What well, is why, why and it wasn't really producing the results we wanted. And if this we're being what? honest though, I think this is the big honesty that we both held ourselves accountable for is were we really putting the effort in to make that many moving pieces successful? We weren't. We weren't. And then life threw us some things in our personal lives and all it always does. But yeah, we're, at the end of the day, I just don't think we, whether we had clarity on what we wanted to do or whether we were playing small, whatever it was, it wasn't working. No. Not the way we wanted it. And it's not, it just wasn't working. It wasn't feeling right. That's why today's show, when you're talking about the art of reevaluating, it's not so much reevaluating the path as reevaluating the practice and what we're doing. My attitude of the path is from the moment I exit, I escape the wound. I've been on the, and even before I came out, of, I came out of the wound, from the moment the sperm and the egg touched. You were on a path. You you were immediately on the path. I was on the path and the path consists of good, bad, ugly, and beautiful. (laughs) But when bad and ugly comes up, we're always, oh, we need to reevaluate the path. No, the path is set. Yeah. What you have to evaluate is what you're doing. Is it producing the results you want? And it wasn't producing the results you wanted. We talked about this before. One of the reasons we created this show was, to be honest with you, to attract people that were looking for coaching. Why? We're two really good coaches. Yeah. No shame in saying that. I'm a good coach. This is what I was blessed to do. Brought in this world. Not the only thing. We created this vehicle to attract clients. We created this vehicle to promote our me, the me I don't see. And we did some great things, but it still wasn't where we wanted it to be. And you're right. We weren't putting in the effort because I think we were just too scattered, trying to make things fine or grand or whatever. And then life threw us life. Life threw us some life. And I threw us some life fast, <laughs> and we got to deal with that. So it, it was just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I wasn't enjoying it the way I thought I I enjoyed the show. But the other components, it's not like it was unpleasant. It's just when you're in the flow, doing what you're meant to Oh, 100%. I hear you say the good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. Mm -hmm. And after life threw us some life on both of our fronts, I don't even think we were experiencing good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. I think we were experiencing the meh 
yeah. and we're like, nah, nah, like, what's going on here? Well, and and feeling the muh is actually super fucking important. I think acknowledging the muh of our lives is powerful because it's I'm in the no man, no no person's land. Like we're in the gap between the good, beautiful, and ugly. Going shit, we don't really feel anything about this stuff. And it's not like, man, I don't mean that from a coaching perspective, like from working with our clients, like Raul says, we've, we've had some incredible successes. It's like the delivery and the methods we were trying to put Eight. into doing that was the muh and it wasn't resonating. We're like, oh, this is what other people are doing. Maybe we should be doing this. And the one thing that gets lost so much, especially in the world of building things, being an entrepreneur, being a leader, doing this in your family, doing it in your business is if you're not having fun with it, if there's not a component of fun and enjoyment, all is lost because this shit is hard. Doing personal leadership in your life, in your business and growing things is hard. And if you can't have fun with it, <laughs> you're not going to really, it's going to be a challenge to come back to it again and again. And it's going to be a challenge or you'll do it, but you'll do it with, with, with animosity and so forth. <laughs> and not one time did we get to that point. I did not ever not love to show even what we were doing is just in the times we spent this week talking it's just like why are we making this complicated yeah and some of this not just personal coaching even in, in when i was coaching football a lot of coaches will do stuff right up you know, if you're fortunate to get to the championship game and then when they get to the championship game, they want to change everything that got them to the championship <laughs> so we out coach ourselves or we out think oh yeah and it's not that you shouldn't change and adapt. What are you changing and adapted to? And it's not that you and I needed to change and adapt. You and I, for some reason, out unspoken, thought we had to make this more complicated. Building the me I don't see and what are we putting into it? And, and, and we need to put this in. We need. No, that's not what we do. No, we will do it. What we do is really outlining how we do it and holding ourselves accountable and holding our clients accountable. When I was putting you through your coaching stuff, it's not like I had a bunch of workshops and stuff set up and go, okay, Gene, this is what you have to do. Yeah. Trusted the moment I trusted you knew what you needed to work on. My job was to sometimes pull it out of you and to get it out of you. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. And, and being able to, the funny thing about the me that I don't see title is like, we weren't seeing our, ourselves yeah. in that. The me's that we didn't see going into it. Did we build a cool assessment tool? We didn't have a cool assessment tool before. We do now. Like it's yeah. a great tool. Like, and we're We've used it and people have gone through it and have gotten really great insights yeah. into themselves from their loved ones and from their connections. We didn't have, I'm excited about that, but that's the tool we're going to use. Yeah, it's just one of the many tools that we're going to, we continue now to use in our practice. And but it's funny, we built it. Yeah. And then we're almost ready to shelter. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What next? No, that's it. That, that was we it. We just need to use that. Yeah. We're the ones that are going to look, everyone knows what blocking them. Do they have the courage to admit it? That's a different story. And that's a, that, so yeah, that was a great blessing that came out of that. Yeah. We created a tool that we didn't, that really is of value. We just now need to use it. We don't need to change it. 
if it does need to be tidied here and it will do that. It'll evolve over time. And I think that's, that was a word that came out of our conversations this week is like this evolution. It's like, we had to start somewhere. And because if we can't, if we don't have a start, then we never have the improved component. We have the new, we nailed the new. Yeah. And now we're continuing to improve and asking ourselves, what does it mean to be in this and building, peel back together and what we're going to be launching and how we're going to continue to use this podcast and refine it over. I'm hoping we get to do this for years to come, but I'm happy to be on episode 16 of this show with well, you yeah, I, just I, today in this moment we get to meet each other right here but what will happen next and how do we want to be in the next and i think that's that place that we've really started to bring some awareness back into it is like you can do all the things but if you aren't finding the good the bad the beautiful and ugly take that as your indications am i in the because well we've got too much value to stay in the muck. We were in the muck, and, and you're not supposed to stay in the muck, experience it, but then you work your way through it. And yeah. us working the way through it, we realized we're not going to play small. We don't keep it simple, stupid, yeah. right? And trust our experience, trust what we know, trust the training that we've gone through, trust the life experiences that we have. The role of a coach, when I, when I think of a coach, and it's not whether it's when you're working with people coaching them in, in life or whatever, or even if you're, you're running a team, it's all the same thing. And the job of a coach is to have that vision, set the vision, but then have a plan and how you're going to do it. We've got all those things. Oh, yeah. We just now need to do it, implement it, and stop overthinking it. Stop looking for reasons to, to block ourselves. Because that's what it always comes down to. Why are you blocking self? Hey. Roadblocks show up all the time, but roadblocks yes. show up not to keep other people out. To show well, I, how badly do you want what you see? It, it, but I hear you saying this, Rawl, and I've got like our new marketing piece for Peel Back up on my other screen here. And you more or less paraphrased our subline is like, start turning obstacles into stepping stones for the life lived to its fullest. Is like, we are literally in it with you on our own journeys, showing that it is, our conversation today is to show that it's okay to go, shit, we're in the muck. Oh, okay. We got to get back up onto these stepping stones. And part of turning them into stepping stones is the movement on them. Because if you stay on one too long, you're going to fall off and you're going to hit the water again. And it's not going to be fun because then you got to pull yourself back up and exert the energy to get the momentum built to stay mm -hmm. back up on those mm -hmm. stepping stones. And... But to me, this is all part of the stepping stone. One of the reasons oh, we have to, this is our show of transparency, where we are. We put it out to me, I don't see, and it's okay, what's going on with it? This is what's been going on. Yeah. And instead of saying, oh, we just want to be transparent and accountable, this is a showing. We just yeah. came off of a call where we spent time in, in setting our weeks on what we want to do for this next month. We set a target goal of what we want for this company, of what Dean and I both uh, and we re redefine the simplicity of what we are. We want to help people while building community through coaching, through one-on-one -on -one coaching, through groups, seminars, webinars, whatever it is. But that's what we really want. And it's not like we moved away from it, but we're starting to make it more complicated. And so we've 
being in the mock, we, we realize okay, life's always going to throw stuff. Why are we complicating it more than it to be? Yeah. And that was the issue. We were complicating it more than it to be. So now we've scaled back. I think now we've gotten a good focus again. We've made a commitment to each other. We're going to spend twice a week working together because I'm a type of person. I love doing stuff in a collaboration. When I was coaching football, I was always looking for ways to have shared experiences because shared experiences strengthens bonds and ties and so forth. That's the nature of this show today. Is this is not just us talking transparency. This is what we've been going through. Yeah. We've been dealing with life, but we've also been dealing with ourselves. And I'm not going to speak for you, but for me, why was I playing small? Was it? Why was I looking to make this more complicated? I keep saying playing small because I was complicating it. I think that we needed to do more. And even when I was building the, the mastermind or the workshop, it's like, listen, what are you doing? Are you doing? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. No. So Rawls' question to himself is why was he playing small? Mine. And you know what? It's safer. And we talked about certainty and safety in one of our latest episodes and it's, there's a safeness to it, but there's, I think I will actually lean more towards it's certain be like, I was always, I'm certain when I'm playing small, what can be done and what can't be done and how am I not going to expose myself to risk and judgments of others and oh, be like, that's, we're all human. We're all going through it. Like we said in that previous episode is perfectly human to experience, but not to be the thing that sticks to us. We can have those feelings and then question them. And part of one of my processes is like, we acknowledge it, we accept it, and then we pour love into it. Yeah. So if there's that place of being small, what is it? Be like, oh, well, I bring it back to a younger version of myself going, is it okay to be seen? Is it okay to be like that weird, wild little kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it is. That's yeah. actually what's needed is like, when we talk to this is what's one of the purposes that I got into coaching was like, I realized I'm an instigator and I love stirring shit up because it lights the fire up in my clients and it lights the fire up in people around me is the more I bring out the that fun that's connected and just a bit of a wild leg is like good things happen. Yeah. And all those things are true. And I think also one of the reasons why there was a money component, I think there was a little fear around asking for what we want, asking yeah. for what we're worth. Um, and I think those are things that we had to work through together. Look, that's the beauty of coaching. A lot of times when people hire a coach or a therapist, or psychologist or whatever you want, whatever label you want to use. They think once whatever work they've done with that coach or that person, whatever issues, challenges they have goes away, whatever fears. (laughs) No, if you haven't figured this out, I'll tell it to you. It never goes away. What happens is you learn how to deal with it when it shows up because it's going to keep showing up. And the stronger you get with yourself internally, and the more you continue to do your internal work, you'll notice those challenges don't come as often as they used to, but they never stop. They never stop showing. You just now know how to deal with it. You just now know, I am not going to react. I'm going to respond to it. And sometimes the best way to respond to it is to go, you're not true. Go away. Give into it. It's not to ignore it. 
because I, I think a lot of times that's what really kicks people in the butt. I've done the internal event. Why is it still so hard? That's life. It'll you're still human possible. and you're it's still having easy. a human experience and right. you're going to go through these things and they're going to continue. Different iterations of it are, is going to come up. Always. And, and Raul nailed it earlier by saying, this isn't about getting through that one specific thing. It's like building the model about how are you going to get through it when it shows up again with a different face, with a different message and going, what's happening below my neck? Oh, I know how I believe in myself. I trust myself the most to deal with this and I will figure it out. And right. And working with a coach is the ability to say, Hey, we as coaches are going to be like standing up at that lighthouse that you described going, making sure the light is on, that you see it and that you're not just fixated, stuck on the rocks, getting over it to the lighthouse. It's like what reasons you have a coach or you should invite people if you're struggling with anything is to have someone that can be objective with you. That's not emotionally tied. That's one of the reasons I don't coach family members. I don't coach really close friends. I can go back to coaching Gina. We, we, we become too close a friend. So now I'm emotionally invested. Yeah. It's not like I'm not emotionally invested in my clients, but it's different. This is why when you get a coach, you hire, you know, as I showed Gina a great fo uh, clip from a, a movie called Facing the Giants that I used to use yeah. in my coaching or when I was teaching at, at Cato, my students. And it, it showed what a coach really does. A coach inspires, a coach sets the vision, coach talks about the plan, but then a coach knows when to pull out his or her spiritual foot and put it up your ass when need, <laughs> when need be. And we, we, we've gotten soft. This is why so many of them people are always getting triggered today because why? We don't want to accept the reality of life. Life can be hard at times, but the yeah. hard usually we're the ones making it hard yeah. because of our perceptions and how we see things. So it's important to have someone that you can count on that's going to hold you accountable because you're paying someone, you're paying them not to necessarily always just be nice. And when I say oh. not nice, it's not that they're going to berate you or call you names or put you down. When we talk about holding someone accountable, what does that mean? To me, it's no different than if I tell you I love you and then I see you doing something that's detrimental to you and I say nothing, how do I love you? Mm. How do I love you? Only love you when it's pleasant. Only when it's good. Only when it's good. I'm going to coach you only when things are good. The job okay. of a coach is to actually help you when things hit the fan. What it means to get coaching is like it's having the awareness when something comes up and having the tools to navigate it. Isn't yeah. it? That's it. Yeah. And we're just a tool. Like I said, this today's show is us being transparent and letting you know where we were. I really like where we've landed and coming out of the muck, feeling more energized and ready to really attack, to stop playing small. And to be honest and ready to ask. So we're going to become, we're going to come knocking. We're going to oh, come yes. knocking hard, right? We're going to come knocking hard. And one of the things we want to do is we want to make, we want the show to explode. We want the show to blow up. We spend some time in talking about the show and what do we want to put in it and what do we want to do? Because we created this show and when Gene and I for years knew we were going to do something. We just didn't know what it was. And we created, I think, a really good vehicle that has a lot of good potential. And 
yeah, we're two knuckleheads talking, but th- we can't do this without people like Neil. So we're going to call right. on our people in our village to support this. If you value what we do and you really do value it, then we're going to ask you to support it with tuning in, with watching, with clicking to like it and to subscribe to our YouTube channel to help peel back become the organization we want it to so we can truly help people building community while coaching. Yeah. And in particularly in the madness of the world right now and the stuff that's to come, we have a lot of harshness to come from an economic standpoint, also from a social standpoint. This is the time for people. I always say that these types are really hard, challenging times. These times of discomfort. This is the time when you should engage at your house in order. Figure out what it is that you're holding on to that's stopping you. What are the roadblocks that you are putting up or the life is putting up that stopping you? Because I said, as I said before, it's not there to stop you. It's actually there to show you how badly do you that you say. Yeah. How bad it's do you point. The checkpoint. It is a checkpoint. It's like the troll standing in front of the bridge going, you got to pay the toll if you want to go across here. And at first that troll can be incredibly off-putting. And then when you realize, oh, it's mandatory, it's required, and it's actually serving me going, if you're not ready to pay the toll, don't do this. It's gonna, is you're not ready for it. But if you're w- willing to pay that troll, off to the bridge you go. And, and, uh, and so many people are missing that in life is, oh, why do we have to work so hard? And why do we have to do this? And why do, where else in nature do you see the madness that people are positioning? Where do you see that in nature? People not, where do you see animals not working? Where? Yeah. Right? We've gotten soft and it's time for us to get right with ourselves. It's not necessarily getting right with Gene. I needed to get right with me. So I can walk what I talk and not just talk. Yeah. This is why accountability and transparency and those words now have almost met me nothing because we've heard people saying them now for a, dec- a decade now and not many following through on. My positioning around that is what are you doing? Mechanics, <clears throat> knock it off. Mm. It's, just, it's like, what are you doing? How do you want to be the change you want to see in your life? And what are you willing to do about it? Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to answer any of those as I'm, I want to see some change in my life and I don't know what to do about it yet. Great. Let's do it. Let's get wild. And every step of that way is going to unlock something for you. And it's, are you ready to have the unlock? It's going to be shocking. You're going to learn a lot about yourself and you will find new ways of navigating your world and state. As long as you're willing to cross that bridge. What's that quote that I have a quote that I, I made myself. Anyway, it, it, it goes, how's it go again? I am evolution. Therefore I am evolution. Therefore I am always evolving. Hmm. We are always evolving. That's why I believe you're not looking for another. There's only one path that you're on, but that path consists of the good, the bad, the ugly. Just like when you get to, when, and there are times in your life where you feel that you've gotten to a crossroad and you have two options being presented to you, two paths that you feel that you should walk, that the, the universe is saying, pick one. And a lot of times people get stuck at the crossroads. Okay. Find a, 
You can only see so much of, of one path. You see very little. It's like driving at night. You can only see 200 yards at a time. So we're always looking which path is the best, which path has the least. What you haven't figured out is both paths have the good, have the ugly, and the beautiful. Pick one and go. And, and, and guess what? You can always make new choices. Every but, step. Yeah. When you pick one, forget about the other one. Because that doesn't apply anymore because that's not the choice you make. Because a lot of times people will pick one, but then sit there and look at, oh, look what I missed out on. You didn't miss out on anything because that opportunity was not for you. You chose this. So, I don't know. I could have lost my mind, but I just... <laughs> That's why when you use the word muck, I love being in the muck because it gave me the opportunity to reset as well. We always need to reset at times yeah. and to remember what's truly valuable to you. What do you truly want to do? I love doing what I love. I love working with you. I love the opportunity to help. And I love building community. I think I did a fairly good job when I was in Cologne. Let's continue doing it. And we're doing it under heel back, roll in jeans. We're going to ask you to help us take this show to the next level. We're asking you now to support this. So we're going to go out into our circles and ask people when we release podcasts of it to support that and to support whatever the madness that we have that obviously that resonates with you. 100%. But if you're truly looking for guidance, and coaching, I don't know if I really help anyone more so than just guide, but whatever word you want. We're two guys here that both have a deep desire to help uplift our human consciousness, one person at Because all person those individual I, pieces make a stronger whole world. I think so. And within that is like a big part of what we're building is recognizing and acknowledging the power of community. I think it's how you change your world by changing yourself and then changing those in your, and, and not so much changing issuing an invitation now by who you are now yeah. and to do the same. It, it comes back down to uh, the statement of it's caught, not taught. So if you're going to be the change you want to see in the world, guess what? Other people are going to catch that and go, huh, what's happening there? Interesting. It all starts with you, man. And just saying earlier, you know, saying to someone else earlier, no one can make you feel anything. You're either reacting or responding to what people do, but no one can make you feel anything. That, uh, to me, that's the, the cornerstone of when we talk about personal leadership. Yeah. Complete ownership of you and what you do. Not that yeah. the outside world won't affect you, but even the outside world affecting you, you still have an option of how you choose to either react or respond to it. You're segueing into our new section, the coaching tip of the week. <laughs> the question that Rolf posed here is, for our tip of the week is, when faced with challenges or someone ills you, speaks ill of you, ask, is there truth in what you are facing? If there is truth, why are you getting triggered? If there is no truth, why are you getting triggered? You're in charge of your state, defeated or learning. Look at it with all your tools, reasoning, logic, and emotion, and don't just act from that initial response from within. Personal leadership is a set of choices you get to make every moment you meet. And, and that's the, the, the tip. Yeah, Be that's triggered. The tip. Being triggered. 
We don't ever stop to think, is there truth in what someone might be saying something you don't like what they're saying, but just because you don't like it doesn't mean there isn't truth in it. Mm-hmm. If there's truth in it, why are you getting it? Why are you allowing it to, to stoke those emotions in you that will basically get you to react? Yeah, it's like when you feel that triggering, it's like, ooh, can you practice the art of personal leadership and point curiosity at that? That's that learner mind is like a, a question I love asking myself and my clients is what's the 10% truth here? What's the 10% truth? Like it, and then sitting with that and going, I'm going to have to own some of this. Yeah. Maybe what they said or what you've experienced, it's not your fault, but like handling it and learning to navigate it, that's your responsibility. And it always and, is. Yep. And coming back to that place of in our modern workforce, it's like emails, for example, an email will trigger you just as much as being chased by that saber toothed tiger. It is your responsibility to help train yourself and de-escalate that yep. and to use it appropriately. Because if you are being chased by a tiger, run. If you're getting an email that is, I didn't like that. And you, and you just said a key word, de-escalate. It's not getting triggered is wrong. Is no. if you're getting triggered, can you stop and go, whoa, in the seven habits, in the very first habit of being proactive, the habit of choice, it talks about encountering stimuli, outside stimuli. Every stimuli, every event requires something from you. So when something happens, do you have the ability to go, whoa, why is this happening? Why did I create this? What am I? What is this, is, what is this situation, this event, this person, whatever they're saying is asking of me. So can you step out of the emotions of it and look at it differently by exercising and using all of your skills and your tool, your logic, your reason, your experience, your training, everything, all of not it. just emotions. It's not that emotions are wrong, no. but that's just one aspect of your tool. So can you. Step out of it and go, why am I getting triggered? Particularly when what that person is saying, there's truth in it. I may not like the truth. I may not like what they're saying. I don't like the sound of it, but that does not negate the truth. The truth does not require whether you accept it or not. It's still going to be the truth. So if I'm getting triggered, then that's on me because there's truth in it. Okay, I don't like it. All right, fair enough. I don't like it, but I have to accept it because there's truth in what they're saying. And if there's no truth in what is being said or being done, why are you getting triggered? Be good so, with you. Be good right. with you. Be good with you. Be like, there is a power to saying, hey, you're not at my table anymore, but I wish for you to find the table that is right for yeah. you, but you're not at mine anymore. You're not at mine anymore. And I'm not going to give in to that. And, uh, and the other thing is don't beat yourself up for getting triggered. We're emotional beings. But do you have the ability to be in charge of your feelings or in your emotion? When we talk about emotional and intelligence, it's not about emotional intelligence. It's about emotional mastery. It's I, I always mastery. That step, that step before mastery is emotional regulation. Yeah. Can you who's regulate in, this? Who's in charge? Who is in charge? If you are, then act like that. Act that way. There's process. 
Life is about process. When we talk about patriarchy and all this nonsense, it's just about systems of process. We're human beings. We're part of nature. Look at nature. Nature operates with systems. I look at life this way. I believe. I trust. I know. Then I do. Mm. When you start to believe in yourself, true self, not just the ultra self, not just the brute child self, the victim self. That serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. Once you continue to do that internal work, you really start believing in the power that you are. You start really to trust it. Once you believe it, then you start trusting it. So then you start trusting what you believe. But then that's not enough. Yeah. Now you've got to really know. Do you know, trust what you believe? Then that's not it. Because you hear a lot of people go, I know, I know. Do you know of it? Or do you really know it? Because if you know it, then you do. Yeah. So it's believe, trust, know, then do. You can't just leave it at, oh, I know. Because I know it's like intentions. Oh. Great intention. Gina and I had a great intention with the show and the me I don't see. And we got stuck at no because we're <laughs> both intelligent with big brains thinking we know. So let's build. Um, we tried to think our way through this. We now, we, 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 I knew there was something we were doing. We, were getting we forgot to really <laughs> do. And it's not that we forgot to do, but we just... We got, stuck, we got in stuck in the knowing. Got stuck in the know and trying to complicate it and make it bigger than it needed to be and all this stuff. But I'm really glad we went through that process because it really tightened up what we believe and what we know and, and, and reaffirm our commitment to wanting to help individuals and build community through coaching. The, that process of energy that we went through it is allowing us to express with clarity now. Mm -hmm. And that was our ultimate goal was to be able to express ourselves with clarity. And we had to be in the muck to be able to clean ourselves off. Yeah. And we're going to be in the muck again. And, well, but it's in the effort in the direction of, can we be express ourselves clearly and all this podcast, our writing and everything else that, that we're continuing to do is in the effort of that. And as we draw to the end of our show today. I wanted to say this before we go, because yeah, know, look at the title of the embracing the fluidity and the art of reevaluating. So one thing we realized the path is set, the path is good. We just needed to reevaluate practice. And that's what it came down to. But yeah, it's, it's been more than a good week. This whole adventure has been a good adventure and it, it continues to yield and this is why it's important to stay open. You stay open with yourself. You stay open from here. I truly believe, let the love, let this, I always point to the human mechanism, but it, for me, it symbolizes more the love, the spirit that we are. Let this guide this now. Once you say part of doing the work is bringing this into here, because this can go anywhere, bringing it into here to be balanced. Not about one over the other. It's now, can I be balanced? I need both tools, but this is in charge. This is the conductor of the orchestra. Great place to leave us, my friend. All right. And to everybody else, thank you so much for watching The Raw and Gene Show, The Power of Coaching. We are just two knuckleheads that are putting on a show about the importance 
in our world of what we do, which is helping people building community through coaching. And until next week, I'm Gene, that's Raw, and we'll see you on episode 17. Yeah. Oh, one last thing. It's the legal language. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professionals.